Welcome to another episode of More Than Tice, episode 200. Holy free holies. That's a lot of episodes. It is. A jit ton of episodes. I would never have thought that we'd gotten to 200 episodes. I mean, I would have, but... Well, I mean, it's just... That's just like when we started out, it was like, oh, yeah, this is cool. We're having fun. And then it just kept going and kept going and kept going and kept mm-hmm. going. And we're still having fun. And still. So, I mean, it's just I, I, I was reflecting back on that today. But before we get started on all that, um, let's go ahead and give a shout out to uh, Muse on Minis for helping us out and getting our podcast and all of our channels and everything uh, sent out to everybody. Don't forget, if you go to go to their uh, website. Uh, you use the code more than dice, all one word. You'll get 10% off your order. And they have some really good, uh, MCP tokens that are quality items that you can, um, get from them that actually breaks down a lot of their token sets that come in the, the box set a lot easier for people. Um, so, more uh, intuitive. Yeah. They're easier to predict and see what they are. Um, also, uh, Mini Masterworks uh, for supporting us. Uh, we do have a affiliation code, um, and you can go and check them out. Um, and a link that you can find on all of our pages, um, and you can get ten percent off the order there too. And he has some really good quality stuff, um, especially the paint shaker, uh, the little vortex paint shaker, which is like a really hot item right now. He's selling those like crazy because they are way below the cost of what everybody else is selling them for. And they're, Are they selling like hotcakes? Selling like flaming hotcakes. <laughs> I wouldn't buy flaming hotcakes. Well, that's because they're, 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 they're covered in bourbon first, you know. Mm, I would so eat that. I don't buy stuff that's on fire. <laughs> I might buy stuff and set it on fire. That's different. I do not buy things currently on fire. I have absolutely bought things that are on fire. Um. You just, yeah, it's not everyone's rule. It's just my rule. <laughs> oh, Legionnaires, everything needs whipped cream. So, but I mean, uh, go check them out. We always want to say thank you to them. Uh, I would not be surprised if you saw both of those companies at Adepticon. Um, if you're planning on going. And um, if you are, make sure you check out all the announcements that are coming up because we're going to be there and we're going to have a good time and we're going to hang out. And we hopefully everybody else will be there so we can see you too. John, what are you drinking today? Uh, well, I've got a uh, Dr. Pepper mixed with crack and rum, but I'm going to start off with the last of my uh, Four Roses uh, whiskey that I got for my Yum. birthday. That's good. That's a good brand too. Four Roses is quality. Kathy, what you got today? I would like to say that I'm drinking 18-year-old Lagavulin. But I don't have that, so I'm drinking a Pinot Noir instead that I had with my ham. Okay. I am using the my traditional McCollins um, special edition that I'm going to be drinking tonight. Um, and it is good quality stuff. Uh, before we give our cheers out, guys, please make sure that you are getting your vaccination. Get your booster. Wash your hands. Still go out with your mask. So on and so forth. Be safe. We want to see everybody in a couple of months at Adepticon, and we want to make sure that they that you're there. So please, please, please do that. John, do we have any shout-outs this week? Uh, do we? Uh, we just heard about Bob Saget. We talked about Die 65 mm-hmm. uh, from 
America's Funniest Home Videos and from Full House. I watched one of those, not the other. Spoiler, <laughs> it was the America's Funniest Home Videos. Uh, a great comedian whose stuff was a lot more risque than anyone realized based on what his TV Tele- persona was. Yeah, his TV persona, <laughs> he was the good dad. His comedy persona. dad. Yeah. yeah. But he, he was, was raunchy. raunchy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Jinx. And then, of course, uh, Sidney Poitier passed as well this week. Yes. Uh, Academy Award winning actor. Uh, won just about any award an actor can win in his career. Yeah, I think um, he was also like the what the first African American to win Best Actor yeah. or something. He he was a trailblazer. He did a, he yeah. did a lot of leading roles when they didn't think that black actors could have leading roles, and he didn't shy away from politically charged movies. So. Oh no! Yeah, he he stuck out there. He was he was throwing the big middle finger up. The best way to put it to say to people. Yes, <laughs> it may not be one that people from, say, my generation and on know too well because he wasn't in a ton of movies. But uh, you know, pre- previous generation will know him from a ton of movies. Oh yeah. More about that in the media section. Yep, got a plenty of that. So, guys, like we said, please, please, please wear your mask. We want to see everybody in a couple of weeks at Adepticon, and um, we want to make sure everybody's safe there. So uh, I think what registration opens up on the 11th at like 7 p.m. Central or something like that. So everybody can get in. So if, if you plan on registering for events, I know that some people are definitely be taking some hobby courses um, and stuff. I know that uh, even uh, the second best Wapple will be teaching uh, some classes there, mm-hmm. um, which would be really cool. Um, I'm thinking about possibly trying to take one of those because that way I can just spend time with that man. Yeah, James Wapple is teaching a, at least one basin class, and he's teaching at least one uh, oil paint. Yeah, he's teaching an oil paste, oil one, and a basin one. I don't know. I think he's teaching one other class too, but I don't remember what it was. But I thought the oil one would be really, really cool. Might be doing two of those. If he's doing three classes, then it's a double of one of those. Yeah. He's still just an awesome dude. So, to everybody out there. Be safe. See you in a couple of months. Almost said weeks. Couple of months. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Oh damn. <laughs> Johnny, you okay? Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Man, that's really good. Woo! Got a little bite right there. So we're on episode 200. When, 200. When originally John and I started this, you know, we were jumping off from another one, going to this one. And John and I really didn't know each other that we weren't like super close. We, we, nope. we didn't know each other's personal life. You know, we didn't know. Yeah, enough John had brought you into painting about John. I didn't really know who you were, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> and. It was it was just there, and then you know it went off from there, and I was like, "Hey, you want to do something else?" And John's like, "Yeah, I'll do something else." And we had Seth, and of course Seth was was with us for a few episodes, but had to go because of work, and just couldn't hang out and stuff. And it was not much longer after that that I snagged the awesome Kathy, uh, cold call Kathy, by the way. It was quickly, you know, just a cold call. 
while I was driving, literally driving back from ReaperCon to, from Texas to Minnesota, or not Minnesota, to Chicago. Well, what was funny is I, I, I'd messaged, I think I messaged Lynn and I said, hey, we're, we got somebody that's, you know, leaving our podcast. We want to find somebody that's going to be, you know, our hobby paint person, blah, 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 to be on there and stuff and she was like well here's a list of people and i went down it and i looked up the people and was like oh, okay i was like oh who's this kathy lady who she... is this who is this kathy <laughs> waffle anyways well the funny thing is kathy had actually been on a podcast with me and Manoth john at one point i had yes me and, and jen me yes. and jen uh yeah we were on it together and uh, yeah, John was a big fan of you guys. I had no idea who you guys were. I wasn't plugged into that. I'm just like, oh, cool guests, yay! <laughs> <laughs> and I knew, and I knew John Spencer from that, and I remembered you from that. So when when you, when Gonzo contacted me and was like, oh my God, more food? Oh, it's a drink. This okay, this is my tea. This is my ginger tea. <laughs> Not more food. <laughs> Yeah, he was like, me and John and Spencer are doing this thing. And I was like, oh, I remember. I remember John from Painting with Minoth John. Yeah, because I said that. I sent you, it says, hey, check out some stuff. And we did the podcast. We did the episode. John had to go. And we did the episode. It was the all-female cast talking about female painters and artists. That was and stuff the like that. first one. I, mm -hmm. I snuck in on that one, and it happened to be on my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> and Little known fact, it happened to be my birthday that <laughs> night. And that's when you announced that you were going to be on. And I remember whenever we first did this, and you wanted we, I asked if you would like to do, because we were trying to do some stuff for Patreon, and it was filming tutorial videos. And I remember you were like, I hate fucking tutorial videos. It's funny because at first I was like, oh, this will be, I can do this. This will be fine. And then I tried to do it. And I was like, this is I not don't fine. know what the fuck I'm doing. And this is why I don't teach classes at conventions. Oh, Kathy, I feel that way every time I pick up a paintbrush. <laughs> what the fuck I'm doing? <laughs> I, I do have days like that. Yeah. Even now. Uh, but yeah, I was like, I don't know how to explain myself. I don't know how to teach people. I don't know how to come up with a lesson plan. I don't know how to come up with a quick, easy half hour, anything really. Like I ask me to teach you how to build a fire. I can do that in less than a half an hour. Other than that, you know, I, it's not me. I can't do it. So that was a struggle for me. And I think I did three or four four videos video tutorials yeah because we and then also I was like i can't do this and this is just it was ramping up my anxiety and everything yeah because we actually were giving away a model too at a certain patreon level that you were painting up and we had we, we stopped it because it was becoming we actually got in trouble from uh patreon because of that it was the the raffles they were yep they mm -hmm. They don't allow that, and it says so right in there. Yes, yeah. terms of service. So, which was interesting because there's a ton of people that still do it, but they get and, away with it. Yeah, but we we I don't know got how dinged. They word it. I don't know what goes on. 
I haven't seen any Patreons lately that are doing raffles. I don't know. Yeah. I know that there are certain other ones that used to do raffles all the time that no longer do that. And they've had to come up with other ways to uh, entice people to to pledge to their Patreons, like provide content. <laughs> weird, I know. I know, weird. Just provide content. <laughs> content such a fickle thing um but yeah and we went from there and we went and we actually we actually started getting into our groove where we just started you know we sometimes we have a subject and sometimes we don't have a subject and sometimes we're just like hey let's just get together and we just all hobby together and we can just talk about stuff and you know the the subject or whatever's going on comes That's up like as we're 90% playing percent of our podcasts is us just hobbying together well, and no, no, talking that's about... just for you and me kathy gonzo already <laughs> has some topic made he just doesn't tell us in advance well, uh, that's fair that's yeah fair. sometimes i don't most of the time I, then we just like right right off the top of our head it's like oh we want to talk about uh primers and using rattle can primers versus airbrush and how the weather affects your ability to prime models because there's sometimes i mean let's talk about 200 episodes and trying to come up with original content every single time it would be different if we were just doing it once a month correct yeah and then we'd have time to you know to oh who's fooling any anybody it'd be the same Just less frequent. But honestly, it's just, it's really just about getting together and talking about a hobby we love, which encompasses all of these things like tabletop war games and role-playing games and painting miniatures and and board games and card games sometimes. Mm-hmm. And and just talking about it together. The The, you know, the community... Talking about the tournaments, talking about the conventions that that you know encompass all of this, people we meet at them, and and all of it, and it's just it's fun to get together once a week and just talk about this stuff, and yeah. then talk about the movies and TV shows that we're watching at at the very end, which I kind of is a, a favorite thing of mine because I haven't watched so many movies like in my life as I've watched <clears throat> over the last couple of years. <laughs> and we give each other plenty of crap too, as we've just seen by John making sure I put my cat ears back on. Yeah, man, it's thing. a tough life wearing the cat ears. You have to... <laughs> and, and amazingly enough, it was three years, I think, that I streamed on More Than Dice before I decided to branch out and and start streaming on my very own channel, you know, which I wouldn't have had the confidence to do if I hadn't have started doing it at more than dice. Well, what was interesting because you know? whenever you know we talked about you know you know, you doing it on other times besides the podcast time and do painting, you know, you you would ask me a lot of questions. I had to get stuff going and how to do things and you know, Gonzo, this isn't working, you know, and how how do I get this? I'm like, okay, hold on, all right, I fixed it. It's fixed. All right, uh, this is how you do that. This. Was yeah, early on there were I knew nothing, <laughs> nothing. So yeah, because I was waiting. I mean, it was it was about year two or so or whatever or we'd been doing this for quite a while and you'd been streaming on here and you started making your own screens and you know your own stuff and i was like 
she's gonna branch out. Let her do it at her own pace. <laughs> let her do it at her own pace. Don't 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 force it. Just let yeah, her do it when she knew, wants to. He knew I was gonna do that before I knew I was gonna do that. So yeah. And I was like, and then you messaged us, and I was like, yep. It was only a matter of time, which is okay. Which like somebody somebody had asked me about she's moving away. I'm like, no, she's just Kathy has her own business. That's what people don't understand. Kathy has her own business, and she's got to make money, and it's got to go, you know, with this painting. And is it's a Kathy channel. And what was interesting that came out from all of this of you going to your own channel to do the painting off of the podcast is John started streaming more. And yes, yes. And that's fantastic. There is more time for John to be streaming. Yeah. Yes. Which I think is interesting because it was uh, John streaming. And it's always hilarious when we, when John started doing it, he, you know, messaged me and was like trying to get things set up. And he was like, fucking Skype it. God damn it. You fucking. <laughs> Same kind you know, of I, thing. I like don't I use was slobs. Doing. Yeah, I don't use slobs anymore. I, I stopped using slobs because yeah, the, the standard OBS is so much better. Yeah, I've heard that. I, I've heard that. I'm here to tell you, like, because slobs like not working intuitively, and the documentation was shitty. So I'm like, uh, OBS. I'm like, oh, this is all much more intuitive and documentation done. Who's that? Yeah. And and I'm over here like I don't even know what documentation is. I have no clue. <laughs> That's the instruction manual, Kathy. <laughs> I know nothing. I only I I only know that I I received help before my very first uh, time streaming on my own channel the night before or two nights before my friends Leaguer Dragon and Car Crusher who both stream uh, helped me get my chat bot set up and some commands, some rudimentary commands and stuff. And uh, without that help, I mean, that was, that was key. That was such a huge help, you know, and Gonzo would have helped me too. I didn't want to bug him. And V <laughs> was like, I mean, we always, we play in like three role-playing games together. We're always talking. Well, we've got our, we've got our, we actually have our own online community if you think about it, and it ranges from all of us just other streamers to people that just come in and listen and watch to us all the time, and you know we bounce around ideas and get things going and just have a good time. And everybody, yeah. the the group of people we have, for the most part, and I don't want to say for the most part, people that watch us and listen to us are always willing to help. And we all jump into each other's streams all the time, just say, hey, how's it going? You know, do what we can. Kathy was on this morning. <laughs> I was. Like, he, I saw John was streaming, and I wasn't doing anything. So I'm like, I got to go say hi to John. Watch the bees. You know what? That was interesting. It was the first time I really got a chance to watch you play. So, so that was fun. Baby, I goes, oh, please, not another Discord. <laughs> yeah, because we actually got asked if we would do our own Discord, if we would do our own web page. And I was like, mm, we don't need to pay for a web page. Get everything off our Facebook page. If you need to message us, you can message us on our Facebook page. Yeah, Discord. It, it would be nice, but I mean, we all have other jobs, unfortunately. We really, yeah, and too many hobbies. We all have too many hobbies. Don't correct. Let's not delude ourselves. Too many. 
And if it was going to Discord, I would make a more than dice channel on someone else's Discord and not make a full Discord because yeah. that's that's a lot of stuff. I mean, I still keep up with all the socials and stuff that we have and the postings to all the different places that like, we need. I to. don't, I don't have. I mean, technically, I do have my own Discord, but no one's on it. I only made it for uh, a D and D group I used to play with that I don't play with anymore. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm on, I have my own little section in the Pyro Club Discord. And and that's where, I mean, over the course of a couple of years, that's the Discord I was most active on. Uh, we have a, a community there. And, and uh, so eventually I was like, hey, can I just get a little, little area in here once I started streaming myself? And they were like, sure, of course you can. And, you know, and we're all like, we're all playing role-playing games together or playing video games together or, you know, and, you know, everybody there can, is part of everybody's life. Like, if I was going to go to Massachusetts, I would be sure to come and visit the people I know who live there who are in that Discord. Uh, my friend V is in that Discord, and she lives in Minnesota, so when I was up there, uh, I got to visit her in real life. For the first time, which which is fun, and and so it's, you know, that Discord. It, I mean, we're more like family now, really. Yeah, I mean, honestly, for the MechWarrior Online side, if it's Discord, I just Ninja John's got a, a place that we all just go in for that. Mm-hmm. You know, we'd we'd love to do that, but there's so many other good Discords, and like Benny said, there's it's really hard keeping up with them all. So there's oh, so yeah. many, and there's a lot of crossover. I've found out. Mm-hmm. Among all the ones that I belong to that are miniature painting related, it's like this. Occasionally, I run across like the same person posting the same exact thing across like seven different Discord. I'm like, oh, hey, you changed your name on this Discord. Interesting. <laughs> or, oh, hey, your I Discord name sure is different than your Twitter name. I keep my same name in all of them. So that yes. You know, because I feel like that eliminates the confusion, and I'm not trying to hide from anybody. I don't, I don't have that kind of drama in my life where I have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree with Benny on it. It's really hard to keep up because I mean, not only do you have my personal Facebook, you got Warfare Weekends, More Than Dice, all the Instagrams that go with that. I have a Discord for the guild I'm with in Final Fantasy. I'm like. That's enough. I I I I don't want to. So yeah, I mean, that was kind of reason why I never really wanted us to have a Discord in to begin with. I'm like, uh, nah, <laughs> just too much it stuff. It is a good way to keep track of the community, though. And, it is. Oh yeah. 100%. And there are a few where, yeah, there are a bunch of the same people in it, but then there's a few people in you know so-and-so's discord that I would like to be in touch with who aren't in any of these other ones, you know, and those are the people and that's what makes, you know, one discord, you know, special over uh, whatever other ones that I belong to. Mm-hmm. I have 35 discords. Oh my God. I don't actually go into half of them more than half. Probably. Yeah. I have, I don't have that many. But I, I'm the same way. There are every some time you that... Patreon support somebody, like join our Discord. It's oh, linked. Yeah. I'm like, okay, okay. sure. <laughs> Discord, mute. No, I don't want to see anything ever. Thank you. 
Yes. Yeah, that's the first thing I do. Mute the notifications. Mute the the every everyone and all that stuff. I'm like, I don't. I don't yeah, I'll like go in if like that. I need something. Like, oh hey, you know this podcast I follow that I swore a bitch on. Let me jump in and ask a question real quick. Cool answer, doubt. Yep. Or it just puts me in touch with some people where who I want to just direct message. You know. But yeah, but it is also a good point that that is a good interaction for people in an in a couple years that have been fucking crazy and people need more interaction oh yeah especially especially the voice and video chat Mm -hmm. like just like today i was for instance in discord not in a channel but just in a direct message i watched a movie with somebody from another country yeah i mean the 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 mechware online discord you didn't get to get any of that when you dropped in but when the guys come in, we're just chatting all while we're playing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's just good fun. Sometimes we even put in there, we'll be chatting games, and we'll have our cameras on us be, you know, between matches or whatever, just chatting it up, seeing what we're all doing. It's super good. But, yes, that's why we don't want another Discord, because while we'd love to have you guys as a community, that's just a lot of crossover and all. And... We don't need another Discord. <laughs> Thank you, Tina Turner. <laughs> yeah, it was it was because um, I actually at one point I tried to get more than and I looked into that and I was looking into it and someone else had already bought that domain. And I actually was looking to see when the domain was going to come up to be, you know, not bought again or whatever but someone kept on buying it every single year and it's actually now a hacked hacked website uh with some crazy it's down now yeah there anymore yeah it it actually it's actually the name is bought and held but there's nothing there anymore yeah that's fine really that's i was like i was like nah nah, not gonna worry about it yeah i mean that's 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 like pie in the sky, future perfect world where we got Correct. a website and everything to add all the stuff on. But we just want to have fun. Yeah, because I mean, I actually once once we st- people started getting our name and everything, and people started knowing who we are and so on and so forth. Um, people were like, "Well, you need to really monetize everything, and you know, you need to get all this money, and you need to you know, pimp yourself and all this stuff." And I was like, "Well, there's certain things that you know, we we want to have fun." I, I wouldn't Kathy's mind frozen. when we first started. I was like, I wouldn't mind if somebody, you know, did this or we, you know, we got this and everything. I was like, nah. Eventually it came around to no. Dang, John, your camera. Hey, I mean, sometimes it'd be big. But I mean, we actually have, like I said, one of our listeners did buy and purchase a computer for not only for us but also for warfare weekend he was like i want to do a donation to more than dice and warfare weekend and bought us a brand new computer that i get to use because he was like i also want to do something for you it'd be nice and so we do have that but i mean there was a lot of people that would come up to me and go you need to start monetizing and getting more money into your podcast and i'm like i don't that's that's not the yeah. point. 
that's not what we're about. We're about having fun. It, if we yeah. want to monetize it, sure, we can do all this stuff and all that, but that's not the point. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I got us on all the channels and everything else. Everybody can find us on whatever. But, I mean, I was like, you need to yeah, – because I would get emails from everybody going uh, from different things. You need to monetize this so you can get – I'm like, nobody's going to buy this. No, yeah, man, and every subscriber we get during one of my on my MechWarrior Online podcasts, I put back into playing MechWarrior Online just because yeah. it tells me you guys are doing what I'm doing, so I'm going to put put it right back into that so you can guys see more fun stuff. Yeah. I like cat ears that light up. Yeah, cat ears <laughs> that light up. Huh? <laughs> Worth it, 100%. But I mean, it, it, it was it was a lot, there was a lot of people that were pushing me to put and monetize a lot of stuff, and I'm like, nah, not worth it, not 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 worth it. And we have too much fun just doing stupid shit anyway. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the yes, point of us. Definitely. But I mean, it is it is still hilarious. I, I'm that every once in a while, and we haven't heard it, I haven't had that happen because of course I haven't been able to go anywhere. That someone comes up and says, "Hey, you're Gonzo from More Than Dice, right?" I'm like. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and it's still it's still kind of weird, but I I've mean, never had that happen. Oh yeah, you Twice. you you're Gonzo from more than dice, aren't you? Nope, <laughs> nope. I'm Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> Can't you tell? Um, I I did have people at Adepticon tell me that they watched my streams. Uh, when I was streaming on more, when I first started streaming on More Than Dice, and I had only been doing it for maybe six months, and that's when I decided because I got such positive feedback at Adepticon from people who watched my streams, and I decided to do it four times a week instead of just two times a week, and then I changed the change from morning to afternoon. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, so thanks to the feedback of people. Uh, I was reassured that yes, there were people who actually appreciated my streams. Yeah. So, yay! Well, what's in- interesting about all of that is, whenever we were doing this and you were doing the afternoons, I had people that would message and say, you know, y'all y'all need to do this and this and this and this. And this. No, that's Kathy. Kathy does whatever Kathy wants. Yeah. That's what Kathy gets to do. Whatever and, Kathy wants. Yeah. Goes well. Gets. She should do more. I says, no, you don't tell anybody don't what tell to do. Us. Tell her. And don't, don't even tell her. That's what she wants to do. Well, I mean, you because, Kathy, like how many well, times do you get interrupted trying to paint by stupid shit happening in the stream and you don't get to paint because you're having too much fun? Oh, all the time. Yeah. I I love, I love, like, like V is always joking, no painting, only distraction. Yes. No painting, only distraction. And... There's a lot of distraction and, you know, I have fun when I'm just painting, but I also have fun when I'm being distracted by the people in chat. I, I absolutely appreciate that. And it's so much fun. Well, he's the reason I've got these. She was like, how many channel points for John to put on cat ears? I'm like, well, I don't have cat ears. Let me see what I can do. <laughs> so apparently I need somehow to figure out cat ears too. Well, the more funny was literally Monday on my stream after the Sunday where we Sunday morning she mentioned it. We talked about it ourselves amongst ourselves on Sunday uh, evening. The next Monday night she's like, "John, cat ears." I'm like, "What? Do you think I ordered them yesterday and they just mystically showed up today during a snowstorm?" She's like, "Yes." I'm like, "Okay, they did, but I haven't charged them or anything." <laughs> I remember when you told us that because it was like even Kathy was like, "What? They're already there?" 
Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I get home after uh, after leaving work early because of uh, snow, and there's a little misshapen pile in front of the door. I'm like, what is that? And I'm like, it's a package. I'm like, oh my god, it's the headphones already. What the hell? That is amazing. <laughs> I've had I've had so many packages that are just you know in transit or whatever. I had a thing that said it was delivered on Friday, and it just showed up today. Uh, I've had things that were supposed to be there two days later, but then they were, they decided that it was going to be delayed for like two weeks instead. And I'm like, come on. I thought I had prime for the whole two day delivery. Could you just be honest and tell me it's not going to be two days anymore? I like, I understand if it's not going to be two days anymore because everything is crazy. Heck, you're not getting two days and I'm getting fucking less than 24 hours yeah, oh yeah like, it was yeah, like 12 overnight. hours basically yeah because when you tell me that i was like what the hell and then banion tells me i guess y'all are 30 minutes from a major amazon distribution warehouse they, they must have had oh. them just at that warehouse yeah you know they could have thrown it out the door at you <laughs> drone <laughs> shipped it probably uh drone shipped yeah maybe not around here so much <laughs> yeehaw bam caught me another one ma <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I could just see that too. That's going to be the new trend. Instead of people uh, being porch pirates, they're drone pirates. <laughs> well, that's why yeah. you would never do drones because that's you not going to like they, had, they had talked about the that, but that's that's like there's so many opportunities to pirate those. Plus, oh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot more of uh, technological leaps and bounds to make before that's possible as well. Uh huh. Well, let's go over here. I'm going to go over to the painting. I want to get some of this done. And other segment of why we were doing this. Camera rotate. Type thing. So this is another thing that really came out because of the podcast. How's my on camera? Was I started painting more and getting better. Because I have awesome co-hosts that give me tons of shit for my painting. So, um, I'm going to be working on um, some more Actually, Astro Do Bond. I give him shit for his painting? <laughs> no. Never. Ever. Never. I thought and I was innocent. I thought that was totally, you know. Uh, I don't. Ever. <sighs> so, I don't give anybody shit for their painting, but I will give them shit for being lazy. Which I do. <laughs> but i gotta work on my warcaster stuff because of course this was going to be taken to adepticon um and uh this is also the uh models that are using the color shift paint i don't know how Ooh, oh. oh you might want to shift your camera upwards a little bit from yeah. or shift your hand further down yeah there we go whatever is more comfortable type thing so gonna be working on these and getting these done I do uh, like that color scheme. Mm-hmm. It turned out really good. It's, I, I kind of like, kind of call it my futuristic Joker scheme because it's a bluish purple and then the green. <laughs> that's just a that's just a really good color scheme, anyways. The purple and green. Yeah, it came out really well. So, using that color, the the contrast paint on the green, uh, going through this, and another thing that came about was trying and doing different techniques and using different things. Like I've never used inks before and stuff like that. So I was like, Ooh, I will use that. 
And so been using that and different paints from different companies. And I would have never painted this well on this model if it wasn't for the podcast. This right here, to me, is one of my most favorite models I painted and I think one of my best models that I've painted. I would have never have tried this little galaxy crap if it wasn't for people saying you can do it. Or Kathy mm -hmm. going, you can do it. Use yeah, a good reference. You can do it. Yep. yep. <laughs> and turned out pretty damn sweet. Be surprised how well you can paint just with the photo reference because now you've got a visual of what it looks like. Your it's, mind's eye is good, yeah, but your eyes' eyes are better. It's so much easier to match something like that that you're looking at. Anytime that there's nature, even if it's, you know, even if it's something totally unrelated to what you're painting, but it has the same colors and and shadows, and and the, the kind of colors you want to use from light to dark, that's a good reference. But, like, if you're painting an owl miniature and you get pictures of owls, it's going to make your life so much easier. So, with this model, I'm definitely... i got to go and get all the spots that I'm going to do green with a little bit of white. And I'm using this ink. The I know the one. Dalarani. Yeah, I've got that. Uh, I also have the the gray of that as well. How do you? It's good stuff. I, I, I've never used. I mean, usually you use the ink. Everybody said the white ink is like amazing. Oh fuck! That's what I should be doing on my car door, dumbass. What? White ink? Yeah, rather than just painting this fucking white that made it look like shit. Ah <laughs> oh, hell yeah! I mean, hold on. So it was. I did light gray, and this started painting white. Now it's all streaky and bullshitty. I'm not sure if you can see it from here, but it doesn't show up well on the camera. But the pictures in in version is like. Oh yeah, yeah. Looks, I like that. I, I like the idea, but it just looks fucking terrible right now. Yeah, you know, I finished Domino, and she looks great. I agree. And then I finish. The, I do that, and I'm like, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> uh, and I'm I mean, just over here, like trimming off uh i made base today i had to make a base for this cat wizard uh, and i'm just trimming off some of the sand and gravel that i glued to the side of the base that's not supposed to be on the side of the base oh yeah yeah i always try and trim that off though honestly the one good thing about the marble crisis protocol is i don't have to do a lot of basing basing yeah that's that's one uh, thing about their bases well i don't <laughs> That's not to say I don't. In fact, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to... Hold on a second. John's going in here. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Technical problems incoming because John's doing something stupid. What? Hey, I got to be true to form here, you know? John seldom does something stupid. False. All right. That work? I'll screw up the size of it. Nope, that's good. Okay. So there's the ink. I also have the ink. Um, we'll see if it looks. I don't know how much you guys can see there, but it's a little. I don't want to say chalky, but almost chalky. The light's gonna totally. Let me see if I can wash everything out. Oh, white is so hard to do with on uh, on camera. 
Yep. Well, I've got a light on my camera. I can just turn it down a little bit. Yeah, it's hard to see, but it's it's a little too much. So I'm gonna try and use the ink, I think, to clear it out. But what was I talking about? Oh, bases. Yes. Bases. So. Bases. Here's a perfect example. We'll look at the toad here. So the wall is the base portion here, but all the stuff around it is actually GW uh, Astro Granite debris. Really? Yeah. So I just put it on there so it looks like rubble. And I think it does a great job of making it look less stark, you know, otherwise it's not just this random piece of wall sitting in the middle of fucking, you know, concrete. What the fuck's going on here? Now it looks like, oh, rubble and shit. Cool. Um, even something as big as Maggie Nito here. Meg Nito. He's Nito. So part of this is actually there, though, and then around it I did the Astro Granite Debris. You know, the, the thing there? I, I think it does a good job of making it look more like an actual, you know, pile of rubble that's not just sitting there, random rubble in the middle of the road. That was my big problem with them looking at it. Is it's all just very stark. Suddenly, wall. Suddenly, rubble. Rubble, you know? rubble. I, I was rubble. about... <laughs> so I think it makes a difference, you know? Because, like, it's okay if you get, like, her wall. Like, just discount the fact that it looks like that behind it. Who fucking cares about that? This is the important part. You know? So I didn't do it on this because it looks like a whole wall. Yeah, there might be some rubble, but it didn't need, seem necessary. It, didn't, it wasn't a stark. It wasn't, like... You know, suddenly, randomly, you have this little wall bit in the middle of the road or whatever. But the rubble around it looks like it's, you know, part of something. My little hat. But that's, like, all I have to do, basically, for basing. Basically, for basing. Yeah, good job, drunk guy. Um, <laughs> I also use it for uh, for similar stuff for these guys, for their base. Still perfect in that, but it, it helps. Texture looks good. little uh, foliage afterwards will help as well. There you go. Well, I have based this cat wizard now. I'm gluing the cat wizard to the base. And, uh, yeah, I think it's time for priming. priming. I made bases. I spent... Oh, this one isn't done. This this is my, uh, my crazy wall that I did oh. on stream. I made the wall out of pink foam. Oh, that's a good job. That's good stuff. Is everybody enthralled by me putting white ink on my oh, model? <laughs> I was wondering if Skype kicked me out or something. I'm like, I don't know anything. What happened? <laughs> no, I got quiet all of a sudden. I was like, um, I guess everybody's just enthralled by me white inking this model. Or maybe Kathy got kicked out. Oh, she does look like she's frozen again. Oh, she must be having internet issues. I mean, let me say for the record, after 200 episodes of this particular podcast, <clears throat> fuck Skype. I've actually been trying to figure out something else. I mean, we should be able to do a Discord. I just know it's going to be interesting. I'm not sure if the... You're going to have to clean that up now. Yeah. I'm not sure if the connectivity works uh, as well as we'd like, but we can see. 
And if not, damn it, let's talk to people about making this work, damn it. That's how you get shit done. Most of these people are just like, uh, you want that? Let's see if we can do that thing. Oh my god, I didn't even realize Skype booted me out again. Like, Skype just closed on me again while I was talking about my little experience uh, painting this wall. Oh, um, well, what'd you miss? Uh, I said fuck Skype. (laughs) How about catch up? Pretty much, yeah. I was talking about how I made the texture on my brick wall instead of using aluminum foil, like a ball of aluminum foil for the texture, which is a fantastic thing to do. But I didn't have any aluminum foil, so I just took one of these metal mo- I looked around, what can I use? Ah, I have a metal model that wouldn't be too bendy if I just press it into this. That's what I did. I'm still kind of shocked. Aluminum foil, huh? I've yeah, never you, heard you, that. you crumple it up into a ball and then you just press it in and it just makes these random indentations that give it that, that nice uh, uh, stone texture sort of thing. I just, when I was making my bases for my ogres, I just, or my ogres, my trolls, I just randomly cut bits into it to make it look random and then i use a little bit of the astrogram debris and shit on there to give it a little bit of texture here there this is even more random and more lazy my other lazy trick that i did is while using sculpey or the daz uh air dry clay is just pressing rocks into it to get the rock sculpture or rock mm-hmm. texture it's pressing rocks into it it doesn't work as well on uh, pink foam, but the the texture of a crumpled up ball of aluminum foil is sharp enough to make more better indentations in pink foam. Fair enough. That's and apparently, a metal model that doesn't have a lot of little pointy, you know, bendy parts on it is also good for that. I will file those away for future notice. I mean, we have aluminum foil downstairs, but I will file that away for future notice. Yeah, this is the first time that Skype has done this to me. Like, yeah, I, mean, I can't remember yeah. another time where Skype has randomly just closed uh, on I, me. The other thing is, I feel like we need to figure out how to make Discord work for that because Discord has been uh, fucking awesome. Discord is fantastic for the voice. Yeah. Uh, but less, I don't know how it would work for uh, for doing the video? the video part. Yes, that's the only problem I have. We'd have to sit here and. Get like wait, two wait. people on and test it out. And we we can get like VTuber avatars instead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those aren't creepy at all. Some of them are really good. Some of them are a little creepy. There was a guy who literally had like a cartoon of his face and just had the lips moving, and I was like, that is the creepiest fuck. No, no, no. There's a streamer called The Litching Hour, and he does some amazing role playing stuff. But he also does this thing called. Uh, Viva La Dungeon, which is a sort of a game where people go in and into the dungeon and, you know, kill each other. Uh, but in it is stream, he has his head is a pineapple, but with lips. And his <laughs> eyes are one cyclopean eye in the middle of his head. <laughs> it's really weird looking. It's hilarious. I know one of the... Uh... 
I'm going to call her an MWO streamer, but she actually streams a lot of other stuff, including Elite Dangerous and Mini. She actually uh, has a uh, a pirate space bunny uh, avatar that's uh, got all the movements and all. It's actually pretty good. It's not creepy at all, unlike some of the other ones I've seen. So it was good. It's like the next wave. The next wave. Mm-hmm. I was all set to start maybe priming stuff here. That's what I was going to do. I was like, I can't prime this because I still need to finish the base. Uh, the wall is done, but the base, this is the back of the wall too. The, the pink foam was so thin that it needed some support. So I just took a, this is like the, the card stack on a blister package mm -hmm. of a miniature. So I just glued that to the back and cut out the outline of it. Yeah. Just to make it uh, less flimsy. Yeah, it's good support. I've never done a, a backdrop for a model like this with a big, you know, plinth and stuff. But, you know, first time for everything, right? Well, I mean, Dawn was the first time I did any big thing like that. I just didn't like her standing in the middle out in the open crouch like that. And I hated <laughs> hated her fucking base i like your solution that you came up with i do too i don't like the one that they gave well if anyone ever needs it i have a smaller portion of that wall of that same sort of wall from the old uh lord of the rings probably return of the king box set uh over there i just chose this because she hides behind this this one her like the top of her head's visible but it would still be really good it, it looks like it's supposed to be there. Mm -hmm. And it isn't some dumb explosion. Mm. And she's not on a piece of fucking concrete that with an explosion underneath it propelling her upwards because that's not fucking dumb at all. <laughs> Sorry. I have strong feelings about that. You know about me and bases and some other bases. I'm like, far fuck. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> some of them are fine. I yeah. just did uh, uh, Captain Sam America. Uh, that's Captain America Sam Wilson, for those of you at home. And I didn't really have a problem with the explosion that his wing was on there. Sure. Uh, and that same box, War Machine's got thruster, you know, exhaust coming out. Cool. That's fine. Iron Fist that Bayonetta brings on can go fuck himself because it's not <laughs> so much the thing, the, the sock puppet. It's the fact that he's doing a flying kick with the flaming sock bucket hand. That's not how that thing fucking works. Also, I really love Iron Fist, and they did not do him justice. No, there's a lot of people that won't buy that model just because of that. I mean, I'll buy it eventually. I need to get a real... I'm actually probably going to buy a, a 3D print. There's a bunch on Etsy. Check out Etsy for all your guys' needs, guys. There's a bunch of great people on Etsy making good stuff. Um... You want an alternate version of a character? You want some battle mechs? You want all sorts of crazy... You want Sergeant Slaughter as a Katachin, like, fucking commander? Etsy. <laughs> I, I'm going to buy that Sergeant Slaughter. I don't have an army for him. I don't care. It's Sergeant Slaughter. I love Sergeant Slaughter. He is great. But yeah, they have a bunch of... And, and just favorite the, the fucking... Uh, Stores you like, they have all sorts of things. I mean, 
you know there's a whole this one's got a whole superhero thing do you want an alternate uh spider-man to be the amazing spider-man cool do you want an do you want an alternate hawkeye in old hawkeye uniform great do you want an iron fist it doesn't suck he's got that too (laughs) did your deadpool sword break off because it's fucking sitting out there on its own and been weakened from fucking everything and you want to replace it with some other model and you found gwenpool who's who's Tactical rock is the words tactical rock. They've got that too. That's not an actual real life story or anything. I love it. Okay, I'm lying. That was totally a fucking real life story. <laughs> hey, is Magneto's base way too much shit for you? Did you just want something a little less? They got that. I mean, there's a lot of models there. If it shows up, like, do you... here's the one we thought about. Do you want to proxy Baron Zemo with someone more appropriate to your force? Well, cool. How about, uh, you know, Captain Carter from What If with her, with the sword she had in that last little bit? Does that sound good? If that sounds good, guess what? They got that. I'm like a big sales commercial for Etsy. I'm not advertising <laughs> anyone in particular, but they probably have that thing you want. True. True story. You know? So check it out. I'll be showing off stuff uh, probably on my uh, hobby streak posts as I get more in because they're good stuff. Also, Kathy, I found a Vincent sticker. You know Vincent from the Black Hole. I mean, this oh guy? yeah, yeah, yeah. If someone does a sticker of him, I'm like, fuck! If I ain't gonna buy a hell of that, a lot of them, because <laughs> that's awesome. I'm like. I don't know why you randomly have a Vincent sticker, but you also got a Gritty sticker, You're which in. is awesome. You're in on it. I don't know if you like uh, Gritty or not, but Gritty is awesome. You'd probably dig this one. I'll send this one to you later. Actually, I'll send it to you now because I'm going to forget later. I might be slightly inebriated. <laughs> might be lying about the slightness of it all. All right. What were we talking about? Am I rambling? I'm rambling, aren't I? <laughs> I didn't notice. Well, I appreciate that. I am uh, I'm getting ready to prime models. So that's that's where I'm at. That's that's the game I'm playing right now here. I have plenty primed. Uh actually uh, I'm making good progress on models. I just need to uh finish that door. So I can finish that base, and they can work on Magneto, have him done. Toad's coming along. I've got Sin in the works. Just want to get through. I've got a backlog of, again, of Marvel models. I got uh, approximately this many still in boxes to work on afterwards. <laughs> I don't know what order they're going to be in, but because uh, I'm probably going to switch from playing Avengers to playing. Um, Cabal, unless, of course, Banyan starts playing more and wants to play Cabal. But, you know, I'm not at holding my breath for that particular bit. <laughs> I have a feeling that's a call-out. What? No. A call-out would sound like, hey, Banyan, play more fucking games. That's a call-out. Mm-hmm. So I use the new thing. 
This extra oh. heavy gel gloss medium from Golden. This is the the Golden extra heavy gel gloss. Very thick, clear drying acrylic medium. And I used it on this on this base for this because this is a transparent resin. Mm-hmm. So I wanted this to kind of be, I don't know why, because I'm going to paint over it anyways, but whatever. So I don't care if it, eventually all this white, because it's it starts out white, but all this white would end up drying clear eventually. It takes a while if you pile it on as thick as I did. Uh, Jim suggested that maybe uh, layer it. So start out with a thin little bit and let that dry clear. Like and then parfait. put some more on. But I did it all at once, so the stuff down here is still not dry yet because I just did it like. Is it like a water ago. effect type of dealio? You could. It's intended to be mixed with uh, acrylic paint. Oh, so you get colors and all, so you can make uh, you like. So you absolutely can add it to paint, but in its state like this, you can. I mean, you can use it clear, and it does make a good water effect. And that's what I'm going to use when I do my uh, my bases for my Marauder Horsemen, because I always intended to have the horses kind of splashing through water as they as they were riding. All right. You know, so this is the first one I've used it on, though. This is the first you... time I've actually had my own jar of heavy gel gloss. Extra Are you going to, like... Try and like put like hoof prints in the back of the base too, like they've been running. I kind of wanted to make snowy bases. Oh. Uh, that also have water, like so. There's snow, and then there's uh, you know, like a creek, like they're on, on kind of like the bank of a creek or. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Something like that, where part of it is snow and uh, and land, and then the other part is just the shallow sort of water that the the hooves are just splashing through that oh. was the i that was always the idea for those marauder horsemen yeah, and with horses it's, it's difficult because like i mean did they really put their is their other hoof print really on the base or did they pass over that entire area because they're yeah fucking full steam ahead yeah or is it just the guy in front of them and now now they don't have to be ranked up thank nope. goodness because i'm telling you those marauder horsemen Guess what? They don't sit next to each other well in rank. Nope. I was going to say some witty, you know, bullshit straight face thing about how I miss the the Tetris that was ranking up models, but I'm way, way too deep into alcohol to fucking make that up. So. <laughs> uh, I honestly really like that. I like 90% of Age of Sigmar, to be honest. Uh, it's just not a game that me and my crew play, so I don't put a lot yeah. of thought into it. Yeah. Well, I got a whole Trogoth army, and like I said, this is in recording. If they make a Goblin Wolfrider army, I will buy the fuck out of Goblin Wolfriders. Oh, don't yeah. Don't you fucking worry. Oh, yeah. Will I play more games? Eh. I'll buy the fuck out of Goblin Wolfriders, though. Mm-hmm. Because then it's like Elf Quest, just green. That's right. I'm going deep with my references oh, now. Oh shit! So deep. That's one I would really like to get the whole series of and just read it all because I have not read all of them. 
I read them when I was in college. When I had I had a roommate who had all of the ElfQuest books, all the comics, graphic novels, uh, and I read all of them because you know I lived with them, and I really enjoyed them. She was a little crazy into it. Uh, yeah, my my mom had gotten me like three of them in like a colored mini digest form that I thought were great, and then I never found any of them more. And then they released them again a while ago, and my wife found out and she bought me them. They weren't color, but I'm okay with that, even though I prefer color. Like black and white is fine, manga and all that, but I really prefer color. It's a better medium, respectfully. But I enjoyed the crap out of them. I still never finished the series, and now I'm in like, when am I get time? Shit, I just got done reading my cousin's book that came out in July last week. So, <laughs> you know, it's obvious I don't have enough time for all this shit. I need to make time. Yeah. But but my YouTube, anyways, media section. Is it already? Media you, section. You can keep painting painting up if you want to, Gonzo. We don't have. No, to I have to let, let it dry. The white was. Taking a lot longer yeah. to dry, and I needed to do another coat of white, and I got that in there. That's yeah, what we're looking for. That's why we all use multiple models when we're painting Gonzo, so you have time to let it dry. Well, that's, that's why so I worked true. on that other model, and it just. Ugh. All right, let's see we tow over. I have a bunch of models that I'm working on right now. I got a whole whole. <laughs> And now I'm getting the primer on. Yeah. And look at me not having to go outside when it's 10 degrees out. And primer, I can do it right here, right now, while I'm podcasting. Was it someone in the UK on Twitter is like, I don't understand you Americans and saying it's too cold to prime. If I couldn't, if I let that stop me, I'd never get anything primed. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. My brush on primer works fine, motherfucker. Because yep. it does. It's just in. Adapt. Overcome. That's how uh, we roll. You have to when it's only 10 degrees Fahrenheit. I don't know how temperature is. Alexa, weather. Currently, in Pasadena, it's 41 degrees Fahrenheit with showers. Tonight, you can expect clouds and showers with a low of 26 degrees. There you have it. Anyways, media. That sounds like uh, we've got we've got forty and twenty. Showers, showers, showers. We have ten and fucking cold. <laughs> ten uh, and fucking. So cold. the years, you're correct to a point, but after a certain point, it is the heat or cold for primer. Because if it's hot enough, even if it's humid, it will still fuck up the primer as you're spraying. Yeah. If it's too humid, no bueno. Not humid enough, no bueno. So, have a backup plan. I don't even want to worry about it anymore. Nope. You know? Don't worry about and it. so now I don't have to. I can just sit here, prime all this stuff. And, and I mean, honestly, I got an airbrush I'm going to hook up eventually. And then I can airbrush that shit. I got a new airbrush coming, too. And finally get Yay. back to doing that because I, I got some vehicles and some other models that I have to put that color shift paint on. So, that stuff airbrush well. Oh, that's what it's, how it should be done. It makes it a whole lot easier. You don't have to, and it doesn't streak or anything. That's uh, the best way to do the color shift is by airbrushing it. Oh huh. gosh, yes, I've heard that too. 
Yeah, <laughs> beyond belief. Um, so John, you got like seventeen things, I'm sure, right? No. No. Kathy, like, you've got like ten. Two, three. Um, yeah, I like got like yeah, John. I have like two, three. Well, I just did a couple of catching up on stuff, but I only have one that it really, really is. I think I wanted to talk about, but I feel that. like also Gonzo. I'm gonna let you go ahead and run with your wheel of time stuff because I just don't know when I'm gonna have time to to actually sit down and watch <laughs> that. Well, let's go ahead and go with that. So, I watched the entire season of Wheel of Time. Everybody knows as this. Everybody's read the book, says so this is great, uh, one of the great, you know, series of all time. Uh, I couldn't get past book one, but people said it's really good and so on and so forth, which it's okay, no problem. Really good high fantasy and stuff. And so I watched the entire season one, and it is getting to season two already. This show is very B-rated type fantasy. Uh, the acting is not great. The special effects are very B type special effects. It they they made a big some I don't remember some actor or director or whatever made a comment that they didn't get the budget like the new Lord of the Rings TV series is getting on Amazon and they only got a very small portion compared to Lord of the well, Rings and I go yeah yeah you because can brand tell. name yeah brand name beyond belief but I mean you can tell the special effects. They're okay. The acting, I understand that they kind of wanted to go with like people that were not named. So it wouldn't, you know, people wouldn't be there just for that. They would come for the story, but the story is not great. Um, it's just an okay TV series. It's like a CW show, but not a great CW show. Um, I'll give season two a try, but for the most part, a lot of people have said that this is not following the books very well. Um, they deviated from it quite a bit, and I was I not happy with it because I thought it was going to be really, really cool, you know, Game of Thrones-esque production values, but the production values is very low on this. And that I think that's what really kicks it off more than anything. Uh, the actors, the acting is... It's not great, but it is definitely subpar. Um, and it kind of a bummer because this is a show that should have gotten a good treatment and a good budget and good everything. And it just it just falls apart. The characters I'm not really interested in. There's I think there's they tried to condense too much into one season. Mm. Uh, for the people that have read the books, they say that this is way off the rails and it's definitely bad not. because you, you can't rush it. I mean, it's mm -mm. like a bajillion books long series. You can't correct. You can't rush the character. But it's a TV series where they're right. not going to get all of it. So it's going to, they, you got to rush it. That's the hell of making a series out of a book, out of a TV series, out of a book series. Yeah. Uh, Banyan and Legionnaires. It is, it is. I, a lot of people says that it's very, the best way to put it, will of time light. Definitely doesn't, because you really don't get a feel for the world. You don't get a feel for, you know, what's going on or the story or the history or anything. And it's all really rushed. And you can mm. tell it's rushed. Even though I've, I only read half of the first book, you can tell it's really rushed. Um, 
And Wheel of Time, yes, is a very long series, so I doubt. I would be surprised if it made it past season two. They would have to do some really, really good stuff to get past season two. So I, I, I feel bad because I know that this is a good series. It wouldn't be if a lot of people were, you know, say, you know, if you can get past his writing style, you'll love it. But I couldn't get past his writing style. But everybody says it's a great series. And uh, I feel bad for people that love the series and are watching this show. I'm going to say something controversial. I know, rare. <laughs> if you have to start it with the phrase, if you get can get past his writing, then it's not a great series. It is merely a good series. Because yeah. the greats don't care if you can like their writing style, the the style of the movie or, or anything. They're just great. Yeah. It, it was... can still be very good, but if the writing style holds it back from broad appeal, it'll only ever be very good. And that's okay. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. But production-wise, this is very low. For for a series that should have had a very good budget and should have done anything, it is very low budget. It feels very B- 80s fantasy type thing. So I like it more or less than Beastmaster. Uh, well, Beastmaster is a classic and is like the <laughs> one of the pinnacles of no. Um, I don't know. You'll probably like the series, but you'll you'll definitely see. It. I think you'll see it the way I see it. You can go. This is very B movie, B TV so, series. So I'm gonna tell you. Given my amount of time and other news we'll be talking about here soon, I don't know if I have time to watch it. Then correct. I, I for you, I would say pass. pass? Um, okay, that's fair. Uh, I I don't see you enjoying this. I don't see you liking this. You would probably go, okay. I can tell that there's something here, but it's not there. Yeah, and I'm really interested in fantasy stuff right now because I'm about to run a fantasy game, so I want to get in the right mindset mm -hmm. because I have too much other stuff in my head right now. Yeah. So. Speaking um, of uh, fantasy games and running games, you guys, guess what I got this week? And I totally forgot to mention this earlier before the media section. Dungeon Master's Guide? And Player's Handbook? Dungeon Master's Guide. Yeah, buddy. It has begun. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm going to give it a 2.5 Space Harpies because it's not great, but it's not bad either. And okay. if, if you're a fan and you got time, watch it. But it's it's not great. I'm, 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 I'm really disappointed because I was really looking forward to it and, and getting enough. into it. So, John, what you got? Uh, so on the opposite end, acting-wise, uh, since Sydney Poitier passed this week, I was going to watch Sneakers, but decided, no, I've seen oh. Sneakers enough. Let me watch another movie he had. So I went, ah, oh, The Jackal with Bruce Willis. I'll watch that. Wasn't free. Well, I'm like, well, if I'm fucking paying, I'm going to watch a movie I haven't seen before. So I watched In the Heat of the Night, the movie, with Sidney Poitier and Rod Steiger and uh, Warren Oates. And... Uh, I'm not going to give this, uh, just spoiler for the end, I'm not going to give this a Space Herpy rating because it is an older movie from the 60s. And I don't feel like that's fair. Because, yes, it's dated. Yes, the style is dated. It's from the fucking 60s! Mm -hmm. uh, so the whole plot is they find a businessman who's moved to this small town of Sparta, Mississippi, dead. And the first person they pick up as potentially a uh, suspect 
is Virgil Tibbs, played by Sidney Portier, who's actually a homicide detective from Philadelphia. They figure that out and then ask him for help. And then it comes into, you know, Virgil Tibbs, who's black in Sparta, Mississippi, in the fucking 60s, uh, helping them figure out a murder. And it is not 100% about the murder. It's a lot about the murder plus racial tensions of that time. And I'll say it, it is not always going to be a comfortable watch. Because there is shit that happens in there that you will go, that is fucking wrong. One scene, not to spoil, was a big scene uh, at the time, is actor playing the white, we'll call him a plantation owner. He owns a cotton business. It's basically a plantation owner. When he finds out that uh, Mr. Tibbs is questioning him related to the murder, slaps him, and Sidney Poitier just slaps his bitch ass right back. And he says the thing like, there was a day where I would have had you shot for that boy. And I'm like, <laughs> he's a fucking police officer. Mm -hmm. You should fucking be in handcuffs right this fucking moment. So it is not a comfortable movie. Don't expect to watch it and be comfortable with that. It actually does push that. Um, none of the characters in it are perfect. I like that. Um, but it is a good movie. Um, Sidney Portier and Rod Steger and even Warren Oates just nail it in their roles. I think everyone who does a part in it does a pretty good job. There's a couple that are a little extra, but it tells a good story. Um, good follow through in all the parts it does. And Sidney Portier, for the most of that movie, is the epitome of a cool cat. Not taking anything. I mean, he's obviously not happy by all this shit going on, but he's not, like, constantly raging or anything. It's it's great. I mean, uh, I enjoyed the crap out of it. I do suggest giving it a watch. It is not for free anywhere. I did rent it off Amazon Prime. Uh, I felt like I got my three bucks worth easily. And um, great performance. Uh, on the grand scheme, do we remember what... What movie was in the middle? Kathy? No, I don't remember. Oh, what was it? I just watched it only a few weeks ago. In any case, it is quite honestly, I would say, from the middle of the scale to Casablanca, it is about a third of the way towards Casablanca. Okay. Um, a lot. It is dated and it is uncomfortable material, which is always going to make it harder to watch for us now in theoretically more yikes uh enlightened times at the very least we know that someone would have been motherfucking arrested for that shit <laughs> um you know and it i i think we need to watch movies like this to keep us uncomfortable about the stuff to realize sure six no the 60s late 60s seems like a while ago but it really fucking wasn't no mm -mm. and we need to fight against this happening so watching movies like this that make us a little bit uncomfortable and realize that just, I mean, I I mean, it's not too far before I was born that this shit was happening. And, you know, I, I, you know, grew up in the north. You can call Maryland the border state, whatever. It's the fucking north. We don't have we didn't have this shit growing up. It was never a big deal. But some places it is a big deal. And watching these movies will help us remember the uncomfortableness and hopefully help us keep it from fucking happening. So. 
Good movie. I enjoyed it. Sydney Portier did a great job in it. There's a sequel or two. I don't think I'll watch necessarily because that doesn't seem like it's necessary. But there's also a TV series. Yeah, they made the TV series based off of it too, which also has a great cast. Honor as yeah. uh, Gillespie. Yep. And I imagine. I mean, Rob Stiger did a great job. It also felt almost rushed in a way. This you ever want to remake something? Remake this in a modern series format where you can do eight episodes and be done with it. It would be great because you can get more into everything. Cause uh, like a lot of stuff from that era, like I've noticed that like maybe like eighties and before in the eighties, it was sort of hit or miss, but a lot of stuff, you always felt like there was more there, but you never got through it, you know? Mm-hmm. So this is one of those as well. Like they do form a little bit of a bond in it and you'd like to see more of that. There's obviously a respect for him by the end, but you could, tell it better with a longer story but i think it does a heck of a job for an hour and 50 some minutes so there you go kathy i've been over here painting Mm -hmm. (laughs) i I watched i watched a show yesterday uh that i haven't seen since it came out in the theater in 1991 and it's a disney show and it's a cartoon Animated. I think they call it animated nowadays. <laughs> uh, Beauty and the Beast. Oh, I've seen that one. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's not uncommon. It's just I saw it in the theater <laughs> in 1991, I mean, and I haven't seen it since then. I mean, I remembered oh, very little then. about it except for the basic premise. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, it's. Let's be honest, not exactly my oeuvre, not exactly aimed at John's demographic, but I, <laughs> I've seen it. I, I thought it was good. You yeah, know? not aimed at the Kathy demographic either, because I did not grow up watching the Disney cartoon movies. I never saw Cinderella. I still haven't to this day, or Sleeping Beauty, well, or, or a lot of those classic animated I'm going to say uh, Kathy is more of a live-action TV series Beauty and the Beast kind of person. You know, I didn't see that either, but that's partly because uh, in the 90s I was living, you know, out of my van and didn't have electricity or a TV. I mean, fair enough. So so I, I probably would have watched that if I had had the chance. So how did you but, like Beauty and the Beast at this point in your life? I cried. I cried. Of course, I had just been talking about my dad earlier, and so my my eyes were already leaky. But I just I like I watched it and 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 I cried. Like there were parts of it that were just touching to me. Now, the weird thing is that the beast isn't ugly in this he's really cool looking actually and i'm like oh my god he's i want to pet him (laughs) he's not scary at all i don't know if i would feel that way if he was you know his slavering fangs were you know at my throat but i didn't feel like the beast was scary you know if it was really really the tale of a hideous beast who is frightening to behold and how you had to learn to love him, you know, based on his actions and, and, 
and him learning how to treat somebody, somebody else with actual respect, then he, he could have been more hideous. I'm just saying, you could have thrown a Nurgle beast there, and that <laughs> that would have been ugly. That would have been a beast. Uh, and also, I didn't remember Gaston being so evil. Like, I didn't remember what his motivation was, aside from that. So to be a know, douche? Uh, yeah, aside from him being a douche, and aside from villagers with torches and pitchforks storming the castle like they do in every Frankenstein, you know, monster movie. Uh, but I didn't remember that it was because Gaston wanted to marry Belle and lusted after Belle and was so jealous that she might have feelings for this person in a castle somewhere who is hideous. And he's so affronted and jealous, you know, and, and mean that he decides to inflame all the villagers with, you know, anger and, and fright, you know, and fear that they all go up to murder this guy in cold blood so that he can have the girl. A girl who is never going to want him because he's a fucking tool. Yeah. And she likes books, and he doesn't like books. That's a pretty insurmountable... Yeah, he has no respect for her or what she might want at all. He, he wants, wants a trophy her... wife, a beautiful yeah. wife. Yeah, he wants a trophy wife, just like he has a bunch of trophy heads on his wall from mm -hmm. hunting. It's a, good, it's a good story to show people because it shows properly that shit's fucking wrong, and Gastonia is not cool. He's a fucking... Tool. He's a horrifying <laughs> yeah. monster, is what he is. He's the beast. Yep, that's the last. You hit the nail on the head. That's the true story of that. And I, I do like that. I like the Disney ones where they they did a lot of that. They did a lot of telling morals, wrapped up in a good story. So yeah, I, it has zero space herpes. The oh. um, the the music is really fun. Yes, it was very like. Mm -hmm. It had that very like early nineties, late eighties feel to it. Uh I loved it though. Um it, the animation. It, oh yeah. Oh amazing. <clears throat> I mean it's Disney, but Well if you remember that uh that dancing scene between her with her and the yellow dress and the beast, they that was the first mix of contemporary and computer animation to really hit the main hit Majorly. I didn't even realize that, but I remember that's the one scene that I remembered most from when I saw it in the theater in, you know, in 1991. That's the thing that I remembered most. And I remembered how amazing it looked mm -hmm. to me back then. And all of the secondary characters are great characters. Oh, my God. Yes. Um, it is definitely, you know, one of the ones I, I enjoy overall. I mean, it's no Robin Hood, but I mean, it's cool. I still, uh, I, that's another one I haven't seen. Another one of the timeless classic Disney animations that I've never seen. You, you really know, you know when you watch it. that, so I rewatch, I'll rewatch it at the same time just so we can talk about <laughs> You really so, need to watch, you need to watch Encanto. I don't know about you, but I've gotten people to watch that and they're like, holy crap, is this good? Oh, I did hear something about that. The music is amazing in it. 
I've been listening to the soundtrack for like the last five days. Yeah. Yeah. I, even even now, I've got like the lyrics stuck in my head. <laughs> See, we don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> I've seen that meme. I just don't know about it. <laughs> it was really, really good. I, I enjoyed it. I, li- I really like the soundtrack a lot. So, oh. um, wanted to talk about one thing that I watched uh, this week, and I guess season two is coming out in a few days. And it was on HBO Max. Um, it is a show called Station Eleven. Um, it is very relevant to today, so this is a very fair warning. The show is a post-pandemic show after a major flu epidemic nope, that nope. ravages the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, that, and that's well, you know what? I've just, like, hidden every show that's about, you know, yeah. a virus ravages, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah. nope. Nope. Fuck off. Yep. And so that is, that's the reason why I'm saying this now. Um, so I was watching it, and the first episode, I'm like, crap, this hits home hard. And I'm like, I don't know if I can watch this because it's it's hitting home, but like let let me see it because there's a lot of people that have some really good you know words about it, and so I stuck through and watched the entire thing. It is a post pandemic. They do do flashbacks of what happened during when this happened and ravaged the planet, and the flashbacks are good and easy because the flashbacks are 20 years in the past, so the actors and actresses are easily distinguished between who they are. Um, but what I really, really like about this show is that this post-apocalyptic show is not like this. Everybody's out to kill everybody and, you know, everybody's, you know, you know, walking dead type, you know, killing gory oh, stuff good. type <laughs> thing. <laughs> It's, and I was afraid that it was going to happen. Was that that, that was what's going to happen? Because that's typically what <clears throat> happens in those shows. Now, are there problems with people, you know, trying to steal and fight for stuff? Yes, but it is not like that. This actually is a story and a show with heart, and people trying to do good, and people trying and doing things to better society past what has happened. Um. And it's very weird. It is it's a very trippy show because there's some episode. There's an episode where the main character goes back, and of course she's reliving parts of the past um, because they're trying to, you know, build up to what's happened in the twenty years. And it's just it's very intriguing. Um, it's not. It doesn't. It it plays that yes, there is there was a pandemic. Yes, this killed, like, a lot of the world. You know, shitty stuff happened. We're trying to make it better, and this is how we're trying to do it. And it is a story about a roving band of actors and actresses going around Florida putting on plays to make people happy. Um, So it, 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 it it's a different twist on the whole scenario, and I thought it was very interesting. Um, And I'm liking it. Of course, like I says, it does hit home quite hard um, because of what the going. But this is this is based on a book that was written a while ago, so you know it wasn't like this was. Oh, we're going to capitalize on the pandemic. This was they're probably capitalizing it now, but it was um, the book was done long before that. Let's be honest; it's not the only thing where you can't watch it because of current circumstances. Correct. You know, 
I was looking through my DVDs and uh, Blu-rays I haven't watched. I'm like, oh, here's V for Vendetta. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. 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 Hard nope. Yeah. So years and years ago, uh, maybe 1995, I was at an airport and was getting ready to take a flight. And I got a book called Timeline by Michael Crichton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mike Crichton. And, uh, and in it, it talks about the world as it was, I mean, not as it was now, but it was, it was not that far into the future. It wasn't like it was sci-fi or anything, but it was like a little bit into the future mm-hmm. uh, where there had been some uh, worldwide uh pandemic that caused them to have to take precautions like when people were traveling from one country to another country and how they would have to have these uh these like full body scan medical probe kind of things to ensure that they were virus free mm-hmm. and stuff and and this is a, an archaeologist, I think. It was a long time ago when I read it. It was over 20 years ago, I think, now, or, or around 20. 27. Yeah. If it's 95. When uh, when I read this. So it was a long time ago. I may be misremembering a little bit. But the gist is that I, there's an archaeologist or something, and she ends up digging up these bones and stuff that turns out to be... Uh, uh, the bones of or the the property or something of somebody in the in not the middle ages yeah the middle ages when the black plague was happening mm-hmm. and uh and somehow they end up somehow they end up and it goes back and forth between the present day and back then when whoever it was was you know experiencing the black plague so there's there's like the people in the past who are experiencing that, and then it flashes forward to uh, this this archaeologist and their their friend as they're uh, ending up with the plague somehow. Like they dug this stuff up and they ended up getting infected, as I recall. And then they have to go through all of this, uh, uh, like the papers and the. The writing, they discover this, like, writings of somebody from back then, and it turns out that they had a cure or a treatment or something for the plague. And so they they decided to try this because it was impossible for them to somehow, I don't remember. <laughs> but the thing that the thing that I was reminded of when, when everything started with what's going on now is what they did at the the airports for people this incredibly invasive medical checkup to make sure <laughs> that if you're traveling from one country to another country that you're not you know carrying this uh this uh, lethal virus with you it's like wow well the funny thing is is that that's i mean that's good science fiction because even the near future is still near science fiction but he literally probably just based it off, you know, the Spanish flu, yeah. the 1918 pandemic. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we weren't taught about that in school and probably fucking should have. That would have helped a little bit. Don't y'all <laughs> think now. 
So, but no, I mean, Michael Crichton was always like that, though. He's always, I mean, rest in peace, Michael Crichton. I'm pretty sure he's passed. Uh, he's always been sort of on that edge with all of his books. Yeah. When you think about all the ones he's written. Yep. So. But yeah, there's certain things you just can't watch right now. Yeah. And, and, and I was almost at this with this series when I was watching it because I was like, oh, crap. Um, uh, no, let's stick through it. And I'm glad I did because it was, it, it is about, it is a show that is in, based after, you know, a post-apocalyptic event, but it is, the characters are the heart of the show. And it's not about survival. It's about living, if you want to, if you get my meaning. It's not mm-hmm. about killing oh. each other. It's not about, you know, fighting over resources and stuff. It's about, it's about living. It's about hope and uh, rebuilding. Yeah. Well, Pretty so, much. I mean... It's like Battlestar Galactica. It's yeah. not enough to be survived. You have to be worthy of survival. Yeah. And so it's been pretty good. Uh, the new season comes out uh, this week. They'll probably do like one episode a week or whatever. So I'll continue to watch it. But I'm enjoying it. I like it. It's pretty interesting. I like the one episode a week format. It gives you something to look forward to. I couldn't do mm-hmm. too many like that, but just maybe one right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, I mean, uh, we're past our time. But You want to hold off on that tomorrow. one until next week? I mean, I don't have to work tomorrow. <laughs> but I mean we, we're not going to give a full review because we'll spoil anything I don't think Kathy's seen it Book of Boba yeah. Fett it's good watch it yes oh, that's right for the people and, that are bitching about it John and I had a little quick discussion y'all have always said people have always said I want to know more about the world I want more about it I want to know I want more fluff best way to put it you've got more fluff quit your bitching and this yep, is just, good fluff just because Boba Fett's not who you thought he was because he was not a developed character Hey, it's okay. And characters can enjoy change. it for what it is. Yeah. Even if you thought, and they originally were supposed to have Boba Fett as this badass going around killing people nonstop, he changes. He, he, even in he, Legends, he, mean, he was a more complicated character, character than you thought. Yeah. The yeah. character is is a person. What? Yeah. Like, honestly, my favorite Legends stories of Boba Fett was not the stuff like Tales from Jabba Palace, where he's been chasing Han Solo for his whole life because that's stupid. <laughs> Um, no, my favorite is one of the, it's a uh, comic book called Boba Fett Twin Engines of Destructions, Destruction, and the whole premise is that someone had been, well, he was quote-unquote dead, someone got Mandalorian armor and just pretended to be Boba Fett, not, or did not, did not make people think he wasn't Boba Fett, and just basically got, you know, treaded off his reputation, and he was offended by that, so he killed the guy. <laughs> It was awesome. I liked it. Still have it. There you go. Cool. But I think this is very good, and I like where it's going. I love the bat. what they're doing with Tusken Raiders. They're not just the mindless savages. There's more they're to them. Hey, Anakin. doing that from uh, The Mandalorian? Because I really yes. appreciated that. They go even, because... even more detail, and it's really good. You'll like now, this. As a kid, the Tusken Raiders, I have to say, when I saw Star Wars for the first time when I was seven, the Tuscan Raider as a seven-year-old or a six-year-old or whatever. Those were one of my favorite thing in the entire movie. Of mm-hmm. all the things that you could have liked as a six-year-old, watching Star Wars, that was the thing that grabbed me the most somehow. Everyone spoke of them with respect, like, okay, you can't fuck with Tuscans, basically, yeah. you know, and all this stuff. You didn't need to have background, but the backstory they've done, they've Favreau and crew have taken their time and went, Let's make it fit. Yeah. 
they're obviously taking bits from from various real life stuff, but they're not. It's not any one source. It's really good. I like it. It's enjoyable. I've been enjoying every every episode. Well, guys, we went over, which is okay, because I mean, it's our two hundredth episode. We're allowed to. It is our podcast. We can do that. (laughs) Uh, We appreciate everybody coming out and listening, either on Twitch or any of our other platforms. Um, we are going to be sending everybody off, off to Vlager Dragon. Make sure you go there and say hi to her. Uh, she'll be doing some RPG and keep an eye out not only for John streaming uh, his Mech Warrior, but Gonzo will be doing a world building thing on stream. Um, where if you haven't seen it, uh, if you're not attached to him on Facebook, uh, I will be building my own world, doing some stuff and uh, streaming a bit and getting input from uh, people as I do it. Also, this is on your Facebook, on your Facebook Live? No, I'm going to do it on Twitch. It's just I've been talking about it on Facebook. Oh, okay. So is it on Friday? Is it this Friday you're going to do I'm, it? I'm going probably going to do it this Friday. I have to make sure just to be uh, positive that I don't have anything come up. Um, but I plan on doing it on Friday and rolling the dice to build the map. Well. On the poster board. That's what my plan is. And check out Kathy Weekdays on yes. her own channel because yep. she's awesome. She is Yay. awesome. She's the best Wapple. So, guys, wash your hands. Go get your vaccine. Go get your booster. Stay safe. Wear your mask. Make we sure. want to see you guys for episode 300. Yes. Yes. So, for more than dice, I'm Gonzo. I'm John. I'm Kathy. Good night. Good night. Mm. I got a bunch of stuff crying. I got a lot of stuff drunk. <laughs> I got some painting done. I looked at paints, does that count?